Welcome to the Supply Diversity Podcast Series, hosted by six of Farida Gibbs, Chief Executive of Gibbs Hybrid, who are currently Europe's largest minority women-owned business. Gibbs Hybrid have grown significantly over the last 12 years, and I had the pleasure of meeting Farida at the SIPSA MSD UK launch event um, earlier this year for the joint paper you can see on screen, and heard some of her story and journey over the past few years in, create, in creating Gibbs Hybrid into what it is today. On the day, Farida sat on a panel at the event and discussed the impact of supply diversity programs within organisations and subsequently the opportunities that she's been included in and the support received which has enabled her business to grow into what it is today. Also, she discussed some of the innovation um, that she's delivered for those organisations. And this really resonated with me as it's so important to look at this from a supplier point of view, from procurement, and to ensure the opportunities we think we're creating as procurement can be inclusive. And we're able to talk the same language, we can spend the time early on in the process, getting the right fit, and that we listen to the ideas. And we're really kind of taking advantage of what some of the smaller business who are more agile and able to deliver innovative solutions can help you achieve your competitive advantage. So we thought by doing this podcast today, we'd bring some of this to life with you as her story was very inspiring. So thank you, Farida, for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Um, and I'm really keen for you to share with us what supplier diversity really means to you. Sure. Well, thank you very much, Danielle, for that lovely introduction. And it was certainly a pleasure meeting you um, at the MSD UK meeting as well. Um, I was fascinated with the white paper and um, yeah, absolutely. So very happy to share my, my experience. So it's interesting, if you had spoken to me about 14 years ago about supplier diversity, I would have actually said to you, what is that? Um, I really had no idea that corporations embarked on something of this um, or, or this kind of initiative where they would go to market to look for diverse suppliers in the supply chain. So really the opportunity came from a gentleman by the name of Charles Ginnam, who was a supply diversity manager at AstraZeneca 14 years ago. And he included me. I was, I was very, the, the company was very small, only three people, but he included us in an RFP originally for sourcing um, technology talent. And when the RFP landed on my desk, um, it asked me if I had any um, diversity certifications and then it listed a number of things. So naturally it was one of the questions that I went back with is what is this? Um, so he picked up the phone to me and he said, you don't know what it is? I said, what is it? It's, it's what is it, you know? So he explained it to me and I said, wow, um, wow, corporations actually go out looking for companies like mine. Um, and that was really how it all started for me. So I did my own research and to be honest with you, Danielle, and I always share this, I'm very open um, in all of the events that I, that I talk at with um, MSD UK or We Connect is, is that I never want to be seen as, um, uh, you know, let's, let's enlist th this company because they're female or let's enlist this company because they're, they're of an ethnic minority background. I want us to be enlisted because we are equally as capable of delivering solutions just as much as our competitors or the bigger competitors. It just so happens 
that I am um, a woman-owned business and it just so happens that I am an ethnic minority-owned business. But having done all of that research um, and looked into it, you know, there was a little bit of apprehension, but I put my foot forward. I attended a number of meetings before I decided to take the, 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 um, the certification. And what I learned was, wow, was I get access to all of these corporates to go and finally talk about who I am, who is my company, what do we do, what do we offer? And so having learned all of that over the last 14 years and being an advocate and really sort of push the boundaries of trying to be um, the role model for this supply diversity to me really means that what I have learned is, is watching big corporations or, or firms commit to engaging with um, diverse uh, supply, diverse companies from all walks of life to, to, to look at procuring, whether it's products, services, or solutions. But that diversity of, of suppliers brings um, different thinking and it brings different approach, but also it brings culture. And, and I love culture. And I think when you have a mix of culture within, um, within the firms, it, people's backgrounds, be, people's thinking, the way in which people deliver, whether it's through core, core values or whether it's through just generally how they want to operate as a business. It means that in this um, community of uh, bringing diversity to the supply chain means that they get a level playing field to, to, to compete. Um, and now it's a case of, you know, tell us why you are equally, or if not better, um, um, in offering the services to, to against your competitors. So for, for, for me, supply diversity is bringing the ability to bring um, renewed energy and bringing talent and people to the table um, that, again, are diverse in their thinking, very nimble, um, that can be extremely agile, bring speed to market, competitive in their pricing and their approach, but the most of all, the, what I see when I go to this is just the vibrancy of, of the approach and the attitude in which they deliver the business. And I hope that helps and answers your question, Danielle. Yeah, it does. Thank you so much. Um, I think that covered such a kind of broad spectrum in terms of what, what it means to you, but what it means to organisations and what supplier diversity can actually start to do in terms of, like you say, changing culture and thoughts and ideas and it's just about having that, being able to have that program on board to be able to facilitate that as well and that energy. So thank you. No, that was great. So would you be able to give us an example of, you talked then about the first opportunity that you had, but could you give us an example of where you've delivered to a client um, what you've delivered through an opportunity that you were included or perhaps where they supported you? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, as I mentioned, I first started to learn about this sort of supply diversity sort of 14 years ago. But I would say that uh, it really started for, for, for me and Gibbs Hybrid. And I feel that we finally um, sort of broke the barrier, if you like, um, and entered into this with, with conviction is when IBM um, uh, met with us and really sort of understood who we were. 
and what we could deliver and what we could offer. And so after a multitude of meetings for four or five years in and out of the network, we got a real opportunity to, to support IBM. And IBM approached us because they were struggling with some of their incumbent suppliers and they, they, everybody knows who IBM is, right? And you know, they, they sort of dominate the technology world and they've always got to be forward thinking about their customers and how they, they deliver talent and resources. And so they are huge advocates of, of bringing in diverse suppliers into the supply chain, but, put, but actually um, putting you through exactly the same process. And suddenly, you know, it's, it's all, um, you know, we, we don't know who you are. It's you know, answer these questions. So for us, we got our first crack of the whip was about eight years ago where they um, enlisted us as a tier two supplier to support them with their technology resourcing for their project projects when their tier one suppliers could not perform. Um, and whilst it was a little bit slow for a while, we started to see some success. Um, and then suddenly it got busier and busier. And what we started to notice that a lot, we were getting a lot of opportunities from IBM to support their, their projects because the, the tier ones were not delivering. And from that, and because we succeeded, I think it was also timing, um, we were then invited to enter their RFP bid for tier one status as onto their core supply program for all of um, UK and Ireland. Um, and it was, a, I have to say, it was, it was a huge opportunity, but also um, a lot of hard work and commitment went into um, um, put, delivering and putting the responses together. And, and, and quite often we were sort of told, uh, it's too, IBM's too big, uh, you're too small. Um, they're going to want a lot from you. Um, you know, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to put a lot of money in your pocket, you know, put your hands in your pockets, deep, dig deep um, and spend and invest. And that, I think, was the turning point to say, I've got two decisions. I've got a decision to make here. Either I keep going as I am, as a small firm, or I actually put my hands in my pockets and I invest in order to really uh, compete. And that's what we did. We took that leap of faith. And that leap of faith is because IBM took a leap of faith with us. And so we put ourselves through that process. It was um, a nine, I think it was a nine, 10 month process. Um, we went from, we, we succeeded in our first round, second round, third round, went into presentation, and then we were um, awarded uh, tier one. And on the back of that, we won a second contract because of the great work that we had done. But also uh, what we had delivered in the RFP was, a, was, was more than they expected. Um, and they had no idea that a firm of our size was able to deliver so much. And so by, by inviting us to the RFP, they learned a lot more about Gibbs Hybrid than they, they thought that they knew. Um, and this meant that we were subsequently then awarded a second contract to manage all of their supplier onboarding and vendor onboarding for their software business, which is now the Invest program and has been running successfully um, for the last three and a half, uh, almost four years. So that was, I, for me, Danielle, that was the first opportunity of a real, what I call a bringing a diverse supplier to an RFP. But that essentially, I think, put us on the map and um, opened the eyes of other firms to say, 
well, hold on, if this firm can be a tier one supplier to the world's largest technology company, then surely they've got something good to offer. And so that opened the doors for other firms to invite us to bid. Um, and since then, that, that has been a significant uh, win for us in terms of winning and securing other clients on the back of the IBM success. So we have a lot to thank IBM for. Thank you for sharing your story. I think that that just kind of brings to life what one opportunity can do for a, a business in terms of where it's taken Gibbs Hybrid today and then other doors that it's opened. Like you say, you proved, you proved it when you did the tier two and then got the opportunity and proved it again and outshone and consistently delivered. So I think it's just inspiring to kind of look at this in terms of what opportunities can do for organizations in terms of transforming it. I bet you never thought you would grow to what you are today. Um, when you completed that RFP, did you? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, I'll never forget the day when we got the phone call and we were um, awarded and we had the entire bid team in the meeting and you know we were in it together and this was a, going to be a big deal for us because it just meant that we could elevate and do so much more than than we ever have done and so it was it was it was amazing um and it's a, it's a, it's certainly a, a day that I'll never forget but we've you know we've we've gone on a journey and we've had other opportunities that have come in and done the same for us and you know but but I'll always remember where that started and how it started for us and you know and IBM I have to say you know are an incredible um poster I call them the poster child of supplier diversity they they live and breathe and I'm not just saying that because we want to contract with them I I I see how hard they work, the investments that they put in, and because they get it, and they get it because because it, it delivers an outcome, it delivers the outcome that they need um, because it's proven. And their spend ratio with their diverse suppliers is incredible, but it's helping them to be, to be successful. Um, and I see many other firms doing that as well. So it's, it's, they, they, they have a lot to offer um, and they are always looking for, for diverse firms to, to support them in all of their categories. And um, yeah, they're, they're just a pleasure to deal with. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, like you say, if it's embedded in their organisation and culture, it makes it a lot easier for them to be able to do that. Um, and a lot of our members ask us about that in terms of embarking on their maybe organisation's journey. Maybe they haven't looked at it before and are wanting to know what to do. So I'm interested to know what your tips would be for organisations looking at their approach to supplier diversity and how they can be more inclusive and almost yeah entice people to kind of come to the party yeah I, that's a really good question danielle so i would say don't be afraid don't be afraid to take a leap of faith don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone don't be afraid to to to, to change uh change is a good thing uh, our world our world is changing every day it's evolving we need to think about how we can bring more innovation um, and more innovative um, ideas uh, to the table and I often think that you know you can sort of see where in the firms those that have been uh, handed that that role as diverse 
city supplier manager um, and those that actually it's a passion and it's a dream and it's a vision and it's an ambition to make a difference and those those firms need to just just take a leap of faith and um, I would say look at ways of how can you engage because it's not always just about engaging with the big suppliers right if IBM can do this and we're a good um, we're a good case study for for this and how they did it and how we work with them then it should open ideally it should open the doors but on the other hand I understand corporations challenges as well is that the opportunities are there but then sometimes it's the suppliers that don't want to take the initiative or don't want to, to put their foot forward and then there's always a high expectation so you have to work collaboratively and you have to work together but it's getting better and I've noticed that in my sort of 12 years of really doing this it is getting better um, and there's a real drive coming in to do more um, and but the more case studies that are out there and and those corporations that um, have successful outcomes with diverse suppliers is to really promote it, really go out there, really advocate and show what you're doing because there are a lot of firms and a lot of organisations that are have amazing um, supply diversity initiatives, but you know, they're not they're not sharing it. And it's not that you know it's not we're not going to say oh we know that they're trying to. So to sort of show off that, that they're doing this, it's, you should be proud that you're supporting these diverse businesses to, to come in and support your firm and, and boast about successes that you have together. And um, so some firms are really good at that and, and some aren't. And then I guess, you know, my other sort of tip would be feedback. You know, just if, if when we're not successful, tell us why we're not successful, um, share the feedback and be honest with the feedback. Um, I think 90% of us won't get upset. It's only going to strengthen us. It's going to make us stronger. It's going to think about the next RFP that's going to come in. Um, and it's going to make us sharpen our pencil, right? So I always say to um, other sort of smaller firms that are trying to grow, it's, you know, put your hands in your pockets if you want to grow. If you want to swim with the big fish, you've got to, you know, learn to swim. You've got to put your head, sink, sink, sink deeper um, and, and just go for it. But I, I, I sometimes sense that there is a passion to do it from the firms, but then they don't get the, the um, passion back from, from the smaller businesses. So it's a, it's a win-win and you're never going to please everybody. Um, but, but if you can just simply show what you're doing and show us some case studies, that I hope will motivate other firms to say, okay, well, you know, Gibbs Hybrid did this and this is how they got onto the list and maybe that's something that, that we need to do. So, but otherwise I would just say to the organisations that are out there that are constantly day in, day out, living and breathing this, just thank you because it is getting better and I just see so much more from um, the smaller businesses getting more contract wins and more opportunity and, uh, it, you know, hopefully that momentum will, will continue. Thank you, for, thank you for today. I think just capturing your kind of enthusiasm and kind of your journey um, is really inspiring to the people as well on both sides. And I think it's important for us to know it's two-way, like it is that two-way. It's not one way, like you say. So you've got to both want the opportunity and kind of fully 
take it on board and embrace it. So thank you so much for today. Um, in, in the uh, white paper that we did, I think you mentioned, aren't you, in the IBM case study. So for anyone that wants to download the white paper, you can download it on the SIPS website, and I'll put the website address on screen in a minute. Um, in there, it's got tips, it's got case studies, and um, we'll have the podcast listed on the website as well, um, looking at it from different perspectives. So I'd just like to say thank you so much for your time today, Farida. Um, okay. You're so passionate about this, and it really comes across. And it was so nice to get this in a podcast form rather than normally we have like a written format. So thank you so much. Thank you. And um, thank you to everyone for listening. Um, and you can download the report at sips.org forward slash supplier diversity. Thank you.